Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Hit away into the offside, and there's a hundred for the Tasmanian captain. And well, he might celebrate. It's been a fantastic knock. His first century in Marsh One Day Cup cricket. Yes, uh, we applaud the great man as well, uh, Jordan Silk, the Tasmanian Tigers captain. Sounded after a like record a county game, day, did commentary. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to work out what was going on. Uh, Silky, welcome to you, and I'm really interested in your first answer here because Payne said he'd be able to tell straight away if you guys have had a big night after an incredible week of performances sure over have. there. So the very first answer here is going to be interesting. Good morning to you. Good morning, boys. Uh, oh, no, very tame. Very tame last night. Really. Actually. Surprisingly, oh. I think we, we'd spent our tickets after the Shields, and I think knowing the years. Yeah, no, no, all good. In bed by 10.30, I think, last night, watching the oh. Aussies in the World Cup. Very good. Jesus. That's disappointing to hear. That's but, uh, us, well, but that's not just me. <laughs> Congratulations, mate. Uh, a century in a record-breaking win. It must be really nice feeling as you wake up this morning. Yeah, it is. Um, I guess probably still coming to terms with the, the type of game that it was, um, you know, absolute roller coaster, I guess, of a, of a day. Um, you know, obviously witnessing probably one of the, you know, the best innings we're ever likely to see. So, um, yeah, nice that we were able to sort of fight back with the ball there and, and end up winning from a position where they probably had control of the game. Yeah, Silky, so going right back to the start of the game, you must have been wrapped as captain with, with Caleb Jewell obviously coming off not not a great start with the first two games. It can be hard as an opener then to go out and play the way you want Caleb Jewell to play. And I thought he just put a marker down early and, and put them on the back foot. Lemon. Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Um, you know, we'd probably spoken you know, at length about our first two games and we thought we were a little bit tame probably with the bat in those and probably not how we'd, we'd really wanted to play our one-day cricket going into the season. So, um, yeah, we, we certainly put the foot down and, you know, it's it's very easy to sort of jump on the back of that when, you know, someone like Caleb is, is hitting it the way he is. And, um, you know, I just thought the way that we continued to, to find boundaries throughout the, the rest of the innings, um, I think everyone played really good cameos, Wakeham, Wright, Webster, you know, all getting away early and uh, just kept the ball rolling. So um, I, I think it was a really good team batting effort by, by everyone. Back at the, the toss, Silky, did you get a feel when you looked at the deck that it had a lot of runs in it uh, or a record-breaking uh, pitch, I suppose? Well, we knew there was one short boundary, and as a, yeah, the wind the wind was actually sort of blowing that way too. So we knew it was a, a game where you know you try you have to try and defend that side as best you could. So I didn't think it was probably that sort of day. Um, I was actually going to bowl at the toss as well. So knowing knowing that we had a wind and a short side um, target later in the day, but um, yeah, I mean, you, yeah, the way it all panned out was was pretty incredible, really. To 
to get to that sort of total, I, I didn't think was was um, you know going to be the. Yeah, it ended up only just being enough in the end, but um, yeah, pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable day. Yeah, and you must have been, in a way, I mean, it sounds strange, you must have been wrapped with the way you fought back with the ball because, I mean, that was an, a one in a million innings from from Jake Fraser-McGurk, but to just hold our nerve and stay in the game, what, what were you talking to the players about at none for 170 after 10? <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. So um, I think it was just important from that period that we... Um, we went to our change of pace, just tried to mix it up as much as possible. I think, you know, the bowlers did a terrific job. I don't think I bowled any bowler for any more than two overs in a row. So I just wanted to keep keep mixing them up and, and give them different looks um, the whole way through the innings. And, you know, I thought the way that uh, probably Bo, Webster and, and Mitchie Owen in particular were able to control the board. I think both of them maybe even went at under six and over. Which in, in that sort of chase was, was incredible. So, um, yeah, I think everyone, everyone really stepped up after that sort of 15 over mark and, you know, like I said earlier, like I needed, I think the run rate got under seven and over to win, and you know, sort of eight or nine wickets in hand. So I thought it was actually a terrific effort to peg them back like we did and and get the result. Yeah, and you must be happy as well. Obviously, we've got three games in a row now out of Billy Stanlake, whose whose numbers won't say he's been fantastic. But I thought he bowled pretty well yesterday, and just the impact that he could have on the Tigers going forward if we can keep him fit for the rest of the year. Yeah, 100%. I think he got some, some crucial wickets sort of uh, through the middle to back end too with McSweeney and Menenti who are, who are both dangerous players. So removing those two in quick time was, you know, it, the game was still definitely in, on the, uh, in the balance at that stage. And um, yeah, I've, I've loved the energy that he brings. He brings a different dynamic to our bowling group. And um, yeah, I think for, for Australian cricket, I think we're all really happy just to see Billy on the park and, and bowling well. So um, yeah, it's exciting times for, for us going forward. Tasmanian Tigers, uh, Captain Jordan Silk joining us uh, off the back of a century and a record-breaking game in Adelaide yesterday. Silky, what did you think of Jake Fraser-McGurk? We talked about him off the top of the show, but uh, what was it like to be out on the field when he was teeing off as he as he was and be part of history, I suppose, of a, a 29-ball 100? Yeah, I mean, still in disbelief, really. It was one of those things... I'm sure we've all played stick cricket in the past, and that's honestly what it felt like. <laughs> the balls were just disappearing everywhere. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, I, don't, I honestly don't know what to say because I don't, I'll never see anything. I'll never probably see anything like it again. Um, it was, yeah, remarkable, clean ball strike, and we actually probably saw a glimpse of it in the Shield game, where uh, he got away, you know, through a quick fire thirties and forties and that. So, you know, there's some obvious talent there, and um, I think it's exciting for. You know, Australian cricket going forward. If you know, if you're able to see that sort of ball strike, and there's no reason why a team like the Renegades shouldn't be really excited about what he can potentially produce um, come Big Bash time. And you know, still being so young and uh, what is he, 21 years of age? It's um, yeah, it's pretty impressive to be able to pull that off. And Silky, going back early to the week, a sensational start to the Shield year. Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, I just, it was just a terrific week, really in general. I think. Um, you know, I, I look back at probably the, the dual wake partnership in that game and that really sort of set us up on a wicket that probably got a little bit more difficult to bat on as it went along. Um, you know, I think that partnership was, was huge in the context of the game. I think they put on 190. And, yeah, and the way our bowlers bowled to take 20 wickets inside 110 overs was, um, you know, so obviously a lot's been said around the bowling group and the ability to take 20 wickets. Um, you know, I thought the way that, that Gabe Bell and Lawrence Neil Smith sort of led the attack was was outstanding and you know their inroads in that second innings on on the night of day two 
um, certainly helped set up that game yeah. for us. And I thought the selection, there must have been a lot of talk around what bowling attack to go with, with, with Carlisle injured, um, Riley Meredith injured, Stanlake not playing shield cricket at the moment. And I thought it was a gutsy call, but one in the end that it looked like a master stroke to go with all the all-rounders and have lots of different options to throw at them. Yeah, I mean, we, we thought long and hard about uh, the team. We actually didn't decide until the morning of which way we were going to go, but... Um, yeah, it does give you a nice mix. Um, they're all very different in their own right. So, um, yeah, it was good as a captain, I guess, to have, have that many options to, to go to. Um, in the end, it probably turned out in that second innings that we, we sort of went to a few of the bankers um, to sort of get that job done. But, um, you know, invaluable experience for, for both the young all-rounders to, to get games early in a, in a shield season. And, you know, hopefully they take a, take a fair bit of confidence from that. Yeah, absolutely. And Brent, to put a bit of context around that, Tigers last year, we took 20 wickets twice. Mm-hmm. Twice, with Siddle and Bird playing a lot yeah. of the cricket. And we thought we might struggle a bit this year, but again, I thought the selection around giving Silky lots of different options to throw at them. And obviously the boys executed really well was a terrific start. Now, Charlie Wakeham as well was probably on the out at the end of last year, uh, Silky, and through a few injuries, he's got an opportunity and boy, did he take it. Yeah, I mean, he was terrific and it probably didn't come as a as a big surprise to a lot of us. Um, you know, we'd seen what he'd sort of done in his in his preseason. Um, you know, going about it a different way, um, really trying to take on the bowlers, um, which is probably the the Charlie that we actually got down in the first place it was a bit of a dasher, um, and just to see him sort of embrace that, you know, even batting in that number three position. Um, you know, it's one of the better hundreds I reckon I've seen it at Shield level on a wicket that that did offer a little bit for bowlers. So, um, you know, he's a popular member of our group. The guys were, you know, absolutely wrapped when he, when he got the three figures. And, you know, for him to even continue that on into the second innings, um, when things could have got a bit shaky um, and then threw into the one day yesterday where he, he batted brilliantly again. Um, you know, he's a, yeah, we couldn't be more happy for him. Um, he's done a lot of work in the off-season. And, um, you know, he, he piled on runs in our pre-season tour game. So, you know, just wrapped that he's been able to get an opportunity and, and take it. It's, um you know, particularly with the likes of, of Doran and, and Ward unavailable, so um, that's what you that's what you hope for in in teams. Is you, you know your next man steps up, and you know we're like I said, we're absolutely chuffed for him. Uh, one off the text here before we let you go, Silky. Given <laughs> the rumoured recruits by the Sydney Swans this off season, will Silky jump back on the Swans next season, or will he stick with the Giants? That's him from Kicker Collins. Who's going there? Adams, I saw Joel Hamley, yeah, Brody Grundy. Grundy. Oh, Grundy, of course, yeah. No, no. No, no. Giants. We're top four next year. Top four. There you go. Uh, Thanks, mate, for your time. We appreciate it after a a big day. You're flying home this morning. What's it look like today? Yeah. No, we're at the airport now, so we've got a flight in about an hour's time and get back to Hobart and I think feed up for a couple of days and then sort of one last hit out before we head to Perth on Friday. So, yeah, what'll be a, a great shield contest over there. Very nice, mate. Appreciate your time as always here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. Enjoy uh, some downtime ahead of that big game next week. Cheers. Thanks, boys. Well done, Jordan. Jordan Silk, the Tasmanian Tigers captain, joining us here on SEN Tassie Breakfast. We're late for the news. Let's hit it now and come back after this to talk more sport.